Hey, my name is Patricia Chavarello, and I am obsessed with all things motherhood and helping you keep calm in the chaos of motherhood and life's unexpected moments. I am a mom of twins with a doctorate in business whose world fell apart and had to pick myself up piece by piece. I am not an expert, but I have totally been there, and I am so far from perfect, but definitely not afraid to get real and vulnerable. I teach you the secrets to motherhood and life I wish someone told me, because as much as we wish there was, nobody hands you a mommy manual. So pull up a seat, get comfy, and get ready for me to spill my secrets. This is Real Mom Truths Nobody Tells You. I am so grateful that you are tuned into this episode of Real Mom Truths Nobody Tells You. Now, we all know the holidays are approaching. And if you're like me, I actually love this time of year. But what I don't love is all the stress and overwhelm that has become associated with it. And Literally, it has turned into this marathon holiday season that, before you know it, just sucks all the fun out of it. So this is my guide to you as to how to survive the holidays without all that extra stuff and stress added to it. So first, let's, let's just backtrack for a second. Um, If this is your first time listening to the show, welcome. And I want to touch upon something that we talked about last week. Last week, I shared how I had two very sobering realities with my twins. And that was that in, in different circumstances, they were both uh, taken to the emergency room. And that had to be one of the scariest, most petrifying moments as a mom that I wish I could just take it all away from them and, you know, fight it myself. So those two sobering moments were huge for me. And it got me thinking really about the holidays too, because I remember in that hospital, there were three things that in an instant, I was super grateful for. Number one, first and foremost was health. How precious health is, and how precious and quickly it can be taken from us. Those moments where my kids were sick, and all of a sudden, they were battling, you know, illness, all of a sudden, you you know, you almost like, forget how precious life is. And, you know, whether that you're an infant, a child, an adult, you know, if you've ever had a health scare, or if you've ever not felt good, how quickly you learn to appreciate your health when something goes wrong, right? So that first and foremost was like, I appreciated that they were on the mend on the recovery and that I had my health, and that they were recuperating as well. Second thing that I learned to appreciate in that moment was food. I remember being up all night 
and in the ER for like 12 hours straight. Didn't even go to the restroom because I didn't want to leave her or him for a second. And I'll never forget this nurse. It was after I we had been up for like almost two days at that point. She came in and she said to me, do you want breakfast? And I said to her, I said, yeah, I'm just waiting for the kitchen to bring something. You know, thank you so much. She's like, no, I'm going to Dunkin' Donuts. Do you want anything? And it was like the kindest gesture. And we talked a lot about that last week and about her story. But that that cup of coffee, that one breakfast sandwich, and those hash browns that she brought for me, it was as if I've never eaten food in my life because it was, it one, it was delicious because if you've ever been hungry for a long time, I mean, as I said last week, I would have eaten cardboard. I was so hungry. But it was the gesture that made it so sweet because she took the time to help a mom out who was exhausted, who was worried, who was scared, who was all of the above. And that small gesture of a simple meal. And she wouldn't take a dollar for it, which we fought about over and over again. That small gesture, food, just simple cup of coffee, sand, whatever that may be, to be grateful for whatever food it is that you have in front of you. Or to be grateful for that person that is kind enough to bring you food. I mean, those are like life's beautiful and selfless moments, right? So if you see somebody who needs some food or is tired or has no food, help them out. Give them something. Make their day a little bit brighter. Because I can tell you now, for certain, I will never forget that nurse. And there was a third thing while I was in that hospital. Um, and I'll tell you how this relates to the holidays in one second. Is shelter, a roof over my head. And I'll never forget, we were in the hospital at that point for a while. And I mean, just being in the hospital, you know, you just want to take a shower, right? Get all the germs off and take a shower. And I remember taking a shower eventually at one point. Um, my husband had came and he said, okay, go jump in the shower. I'll, I'll stay with them. I'll stay with her. And I jumped in that shower and it was as if I never showered before. I mean, just the warmth of the water felt so good. And it almost like wiped all the worry and the fear and the stress away in that one hot shower. And I thought to myself, in that moment, I said, oh my gosh, how many times have, do you take a shower? How many times do you shovel food down your throat? How many times do you take for granted the roof over your head, the heat in your house? And when it's all stripped from you, you can't help but to really find gratitude and appreciate the small stuff, the, the, the stuff that really at the end of the day means everything, right? Your health, your food your shelter, your water, you know, being with the ones you love who are healthy and happy and right beside you. So how does this relate to the holidays? Well, I remember even prior to kids, like the holidays, it almost became 
all about the to-do lists, right? The Christmas cards and the cookies and the presents. And you have to buy a million presents for every single person. And you can't offend, you know, Uncle Tom and, and Aunt Jenny, you know, wants you to travel three hours to, you know, Christmas Eve. And it almost became the opposite of what it's meant to be, right? So, we're so I mean, if you're a, a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, the stress is, is overwhelming, right? I mean, it can be really stressful to think about, you know, gifts when maybe your financials are tight or, you know, finding that perfect picture to put on a Christmas card or, you know, baking cookies like, you know, every quote unquote perfect mom does. And I'm here to tell you to make your own rules. You know, forget about what's expected. Forget about what you should do or who you should, you know, give a gift for or or all the shoulda, coulda, wouldas, right, of the holiday season. And do what works for you and your family. You know, if you guys like baking Christmas cookies in your Christmas pajamas and that's your thing, do it. If you don't want to drive three hours to Aunt Jenny's house because, you know, the kids are going to have a fit in the car and, you know, all they do is argue and bicker when you go there and you really don't want to see Aunt Jenny to begin with. Yeah, it might disappoint someone. It might call for some hard conversations. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, don't be pressured by what's expected and really take the time to make your own traditions and do what works for you. And I look, I am by no means saying that family is not important. Family is actually very important. But having a sense of what works for you and your family and having boundaries and having, you know, there's no need for you to drive three hours to Aunt Jenny's house if Aunt Jenny's house makes you miserable, right? Just because that's what your family does every year. Or if there's, you know, that one relative that always comes over to your house and you cook all day and you, you know, treat them with the utmost respect and care and all they do is bash you or talk negatively about you or undermine you, then maybe it's time to stop inviting that person and draw a boundary for yourself and show yourself the love that maybe they don't, right? And I know it's uncomfortable and I know it's hard and I know you don't want to upset anyone and you know sometimes we get so stuck in the people pleasing of it all and oh my gosh what are they gonna think but I'm here to tell you that if you were ever put in a position where you have to choose between disappointing yourself for the sake of others I'm telling you to choose you and your family because at the end of the day It's those little sacrifices that builds up into resentment, you know? Oh, well, always go to Aunt Jenny's house for Christmas, 
But you know, every time we go there, she insults me or she tells me how to, you know, parent my kids or calls me a no good mom or whatever that may be, right? It's having enough courage to say no to the things that just don't serve you. You know, if if you can't afford to buy 30 presents for every cousin and nephew and neighbor and you know that's okay because at the end of the day you your worth is not valued by the presence you purchase right they should love you just enough not just enough just as much when they get a present when they don't get a present whether you go to their house for Christmas, whether you don't go to their house for Christmas. And yeah, they might be a little disappointed. But if all they're looking for is your present or your presence, and they're not making you feel loved and valued, then what's the point? You're really just torturing yourself, right? And remember, at the end of the day, what matters most? Those are the memories that you create for your family. You know, and sometimes those greatest memories come from your own traditions or from the boundaries that you have to create in order to create that environment that thrives for them. Right. And, you know, oh, I remember when I used to go to the mall during Christmas time. And I mean, who does that anymore, right? Everything's on Amazon now, especially as a mom. I mean, everything, everything's Amazon. Um, in my book, at least, and online shopping, for sure. Because if I have free time, I mean, yeah, sometimes I like to shop. But I really like to take the time for me and not spend it. If I have the extra time, you know, running around like a chicken without a head doing a million errands. So if I can make my life a little easier and do things on Amazon or instead of, you know, I don't know, instead of going to that holiday lunch that you really don't want to go to, you go for a massage, do it. It's If that is going to fill your cup and that is going to refresh you to be a better mom when you get home, to make a special holiday tradition for your family, do it. There's no guilt or shame in that. Because at the end of the day, the most important thing that you can do for your kids is take care of you. And sometimes, you know, we get caught caught up in like the hustle and bustle of it all. You know, the 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 Christmas cards. And oh, I have to make it up appointment to take a picture with Santa and your kids are screaming on Santa's lap because they're utterly petrified of Santa and you make an appointment for this Christmas village and you know it's the most beautiful picture or supposed to be at least but your kids are not sitting still and they won't put the clothes on you picked out and you know your daughter wants to wear a unicorn shirt with yellow galoshes and your son is like yanking on Santa's beard and it just gets to a point where you have to say, 
what in the world am I torturing myself for? I mean, really, why? I mean, yes, don't get me wrong. I love traditions. I love visiting family. I love, I mean, I grew up with a very tight-knit family. We were always together celebrating. I mean, I can't even tell you the beautiful memories we have, not just Christmas um, or during the holiday season, but all year round. We always kind of gathered together and had um, these really special memories as a family. But I, if I'm being honest, if I'm being truly honest, and it's, you know, probably because my kids are still young and we're still in the in the thick of it all. It's, it's been a total different transition to experiencing those things with as a mom with twins. Because I, I mean, I remember, I'll never forget it. It was the first Easter after they were born. And my mom got them the cutest little outfits. And she was like, okay, we're going to do Easter at my house. And we're going to put them in these cute outfits. And I was skeptical, right? I was like, this isn't going to go well, but okay, let's give it a try. And oh my goodness, the worst decision ever. I mean, they screamed and cried the entire time. They were not happy you know, they tried putting the outfits on, which lasted all of two seconds. Everybody was in the other room eating and drinking and having a jolly good time. And me and my husband are sitting there with two screaming infants going, oh my God, why did we bother? (laughs) Because what ended up happening is we just ended up having to leave early. And lo and behold, as soon as they got home, they were fine. And that's not to say don't visit family, because family, all they want to do is love and enjoy and, you know, be a part of your child's life. And that's beautiful, right? But there is a beauty into recognizing what works and what doesn't. Sometimes it's just, you know, things that you did before are different now you know, and I was always the the glue, right, for the family, like I would gather everybody up, say, okay, everybody come to my house, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, you know, no cooking, we're going to have fun, we're going to play games. And now as a new mom, I, if I'm being honest, it's been an adjustment, because as much as I want to be that glue, and I know that eventually, you know, when they get a little bit older, and things get a little bit easier. And they're not in this, you know, toddler tantrum stage that we it will be as it was. But I also recognize that you know what, if we can't do certain things like we used to anymore, or if things are a little different right now, that's okay. Because at the end of the day, you have to protect your sanity. And if bringing two screaming kids to Aunt Jenny's house three hours away, is giving you anxiety just thinking of it because you know they're going to be miserable and unhappy and running all over the place and throwing everything on the floor and whatnot, that's okay. And that doesn't make you a bad mom. And that doesn't make you ill-equipped. And that doesn't make them bad children at all. It's just the nature of kids, right? And you have to determine what works for you and what works for your family. And give yourself the grace 
to recognize that and just accept it for what it is. Look, they're going to be grown and you'll be able to say, okay, jump in the car. We're going to Aunt Jenny's and we're going to go on an adventure and everything, you know, will be different. Or maybe you never go to Aunt Jenny's because you can't stand Aunt Jenny. I don't know. But it's making those decisions and those choices that work for you and work for you and your family. I remember uh, last year, I was like, I always, as a kid, I wanted to bake cookies with my mom. And oh my gosh, my mom was an excellent cook. I mean, she made everything. My family, my whole family, amazing cooks. But cookie making wasn't really their thing, you know, like it wasn't a tradition they were brought up with. And, you know, they, it just, you know, we never did really. So as soon as I had kids, I said, okay, we're going to do this cookie tradition and we're going to make cookies and that's going to be our thing. And, and last year, actually, I did. I made like, oh my gosh, maybe 10 different kinds of cookies right? And they were delicious. And they were amazing. And I, I made them by myself, because my kids were too little at that point to even help. And this year, I, you know, at one point, I was like, okay, we're gonna make cookies again. And then, you know, things changed. And, you know, my husband wasn't feeling great. And my daughter got suddenly sick, and we were in the hospital. And I said to my husband, I said, you know what, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing the cookies. And he he totally understood what I was saying in that moment. And it wasn't about the cookies per se. It was, I'm not stressing myself out over cookies if just to make them for the sake of making them, you know? And look, we're going to go to grandma's one day and we're going to make cookies with her and it'll be fun and it'll be great. But my point is, is don't pressure yourself by the what you quote unquote should do or have to do or you know if you don't want to do a Christmas card don't do a Christmas card nobody's gonna hate you because I keep saying Christmas because that's what we celebrate but whatever your holiday tradition is you know if you don't want to do a Christmas card don't do a Christmas card like don't be the person that pressures yourself and stresses yourself out to the max and you know tells yourself you have to make this five course meal for Christmas or six course meal for Christmas Eve, like do whatever works for you in the moment. If you want to do it and it makes you happy and you want to involve your kids or maybe it's calming to you, go for it. But if it is stressing you out to the max, then figure out a different way that works. Maybe you order some food if you can financially swing it. Maybe you do a potluck and everybody brings something. Or maybe you do a cookie swap and you make one cookie and everybody else makes one cookie. And that's how you end up with your 10 cookies or whatever. Or maybe you do a Kris Kringle instead of buying 40 presents. Or maybe you say, you know what, my kids have every toy in the world that they can imagine for how about we do a weekend getaway instead of Christmas. Um, gifts or holiday gifts. Or or maybe it's uh, one night where you all kind of get together and have a slumber party or whatever, whatever that looks like for you. Don't be drawn into, um, you know, what, what holidays have kind of 
stressed everybody out to for the max and and do what really resonates with you and do what works for you and do what works for your family. And I guarantee you, there's one thing I know for certain without a shadow of a doubt. That toy that you're stressing yourself out about, they will quickly forget. But that memory that you make with them will last them forever. And that is what the holidays are all about. As always, I promise to be here for you and serve you and cheer you on every step of the way and spill all the secrets of motherhood and life I wish someone told me. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Real Mom Truths Nobody Tells You podcast. Until next time, keep on celebrating you because you, my friend, you are so worth it. I am literally doing my happy dance with you because you just finished another episode of Real Mom Truths Nobody Tells You. I felt like that episode flew by way too fast, right? If you want more, head over to realmomtruths.com for show notes. And if you're looking for a new mom crew to uplift and encourage you and for helpful tips, be sure to join me and my community on Facebook. The link is waiting for you at realmomtruths.com.